When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You decided to take a walk in the magnificent stillness of an Irish night, when all of a sudden creeping fog obscures your vision. The moonlight barely penetrates the swirling sheet. You make out a female figure by a tree. Do your ears play tricks on you? She is singing. It is a mournful lament that conjures feelings of dread and woe. No, this is not Enya. It's the favorite woman of the fairies. And you know that that means the end has come for someone you hold dear. Or maybe even yourself. Today on Sexy Beasts, we talk in Banshee. I don't know. Say it. Hit, hit the music. Don't you get that sexy beast? You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Or are you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago? Oops, there's a Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who does that fuck say you could laugh at me, smack at me? With a Bigfoot dick you could slap at me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick and Loch Ness monster pussy? Big face, sexy beast. Welcome to Sexy Beasts, your foray into the weird and sexy world of cryptids, monsters, and all things mysterious. Each podcast will be devoted to a specific creature. We'll discuss its history, its merits, and using our FEC analysis, we will rank the beast against other creatures in our Premier Premier Crip, which we've finalized as the name. Uh, we agree now that's finally Premier Crip. After of, our, of our leaderboard. So yeah. just consider this the audio cryptid version of Top Trumps. But be sure to listen all the way to the end because closing out the show will be Freak Encounters. And we have we... A, a bit of a special Freak Encounters. Special on-topic Freak Encounters yes. uh, where we read your submitted encounters with a mysterious being. This week, well, that's something we're going to get into. Because yeah. is it a ghost? <laughs> is it not a ghost? Um Irish heartthrob and all-round, you know, Lord of the Gas Crack, Tony Cantwell here. Uh, my co-host, as always, a man who can speak with the animals, our resident Dr. Doolittle, or should I say Dr. Poo, a lot, Mark Jago. How the devil wow, are you? way to bring up my ibs on the radio for everyone <laughs> well. to listen to. Well, uh, today, actually, I'd like to be referred to uh, Mark O. Jago, and I'm going to refer to yourself as Tony Muck Cantwell. Ah. Uh, because today we're going to be we're get, well, Irishing it up a bit. You know? We're we're are, this consider this this is like this is like Paddy's Day in America where everyone's a little bit green today. Plastic patty, plastic patty, because we are talking banshees. Don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> but I, I agree with it. You should say it more. But um, yeah, we're going to be talking about banshee today. Obviously, I think anyone who listens to this or in, in lives in Ireland is probably mm-hmm. heard of a banshee either from a relative or just yeah. in folklore in general. In school, I think they there's a story about the Banshee but was it maybe one for like your Irish for like the junior cert or something Och Gutubbin <laughs> <laughs> and it was all a dream <laughs> so something I do want to say about this because to be honest I thought I had a grasp of what the Banshee was before I looked into this and I realised mm. I had no idea to the full extent yes yeah, sort of similar to yourself I was uh, reading up and I was like Banshee okay grand knocked this out one night uh, and then I got into it and I was like fuck there's, there's like a lot cursed there's a lot of uh a lot of like deep history and deep lore behind it, and I yeah. was like, oh, I didn't even realize that. And I'm gonna say this now, uh, for all our um people who can speak Irish, mm-hmm. like, all our Gaelgors, all the Gaelgors. Um, I am terrible at Irish, mm-hmm. and I don't know how Tony feels about this. Uh, feel how I feel about how shit you are at Irish, yeah, a bit about, yeah, very uh, strong, yeah, very, very strong. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm dog shit as well. Um, but as well, I, th- I think something to, to highlight on this is because I realized how big this was, I, I would like to consider this, if I may. Uh, the Sexy Beasts Banshee Part 1 
amateur hour and maybe somewhere down yeah. the future we'll get someone That's, who actually really knows their stuff i'm a big fan of that yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah we'd like to get someone in who can who is probably not from dublin <laughs> to be totally yeah. honest yeah, yeah and um, <laughs> and knows what's going on yeah that'll be good we are just jack Gaines wearing our union jacks oh, just our big tall joey goes to london hats yeah <laughs> um well, joey. our pale faces our pale faces um well, you know, normally, Jago, what I ask is um, a kind of the, the elevator pitch or, mm. or what you would kind of say drunk at a party to explain a banshee. But I'd, I think most people will probably know what that is. Yeah. And maybe you could tell us a bit about what you thought banshees were before you even looked into anything. So before I looked into anything, uh, the basis of it was I thought that the banshee was uh, a woman who, if you hear singing, someone's going to die. Yeah. That's the gist of it, basically, and not not some X Factor dropout. Oh, where you, where you, where you bing, want bing, to die? Bing, the bing. person you want to die is me because it's so poor. Her singing. Go on, anyway. Sorry, <laughs> you're dead right though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just thought it was a woman. If you heard her singing, someone's mm-hmm. gonna die. Those are the three points. That I, like obviously, a woman. yeah. Um, a lot of times I heard it, she was a big scary green woman. Oh wow. Yeah. So. In my head, I was always thinking, oh, she's a big, scary green woman. Maybe that's an Irish connection to it or something like that. That sounds sexy. I don't know why I just think of She-Hulk. She-Hulk, she's yeah. so sexy. <laughs> um, my, my, my first instance uh, introduction to the Banshee was when my dad, I used to constantly get up out of bed, and then my dad was all like, don't be getting up out of bed and looking out the window, otherwise the Banshee will get you. Don't be getting out of bed at night, the Banshee will get you. I was like, what? And he told me that if I ever looked outside the window when I was supposed to be in bed, I'd see a banshee and she would throw her comb at me. It would pierce me in the neck and I'd be paralyzed and she'd take me away forever. Yeah, the comb is a big... I didn't realize the comb was a huge thing. Yeah, until yeah, I yeah. And like, um, so we'll go into it in the history and description, but mm-hmm. uh, there's a big whole thing about it and I was like, why is the comb such a big part of it? But Well, look, let's, let's fucking... Let's fucking... Let's dive right in. Let's fucking get into it. Um, but So what we normally do is, Jago, you're going to tell us a brief kind of synopsis of of what this creature is. Uh, and then what we're going to do for the second half of the show is kind of break down, you know, fighting ability, evidence for, and cool factor as our mm-hmm. FEC analysis. So, look, take it away. Tell us about the Banshee. Well, uh, Banshee, obviously, it's a, an Irish word in ban, mm-hmm. means. I don't want it here anymore. No smoking here. Uh, yes. <laughs> also, in Irish, it means... Woman. Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but also uh, seed. I'm definitely pronouncing that wrong, and I apologize. It uh, means fairy mound. Mm. So the uh, translation of banshee is woman of the fairy mound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now it's usually um, has three forms to itself. Okay, which sort of links back to Celtic mythology, but we'll go into that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be either a saint, a saintly matron. Oh, matron. Oh, matron. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? What is a matron? A matron is, from what I know, is like a nurse. Oh, like a kind of caring giver kind yeah, of vibe? Yeah, sort of like that. Yeah. It's like a saintly matron. Mm-hmm. A young, innocent woman. Yeah. Or a scary hag. Right. And, they, uh, as you said, always brushes the hair. Mm-hmm. Because apparently that represents uh, when the person was mourning, they used to tear their own hair out. It was a big thing in Ireland, apparently. Ah, part of the Keeners. Yeah, the Keeners, yeah. Keenings have that start here. Mm-hmm. So Keening was an old thing where you, someone used to pay um, a local woman to moan or cry mm-hmm. while the procession's going by. Um, so just to try and like, raise the elevation of how yeah. sad everyone was. A bit like, of theatrics first. A bit of theatrics, exactly. Oh, this is a bit of a tangent here, but have you ever heard of the Sin Eater? Sin Eater? That sounds like something from like a, a, a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, basically, so they'd pay this guy to sit in the room with the dead, the dead body, mm-hmm. and they'd put a meal on top of the dead body, and all the sins would go into the meal. So while I was researching this, it just came up, and I had to go. I clicked straight down it. Yeah. So the sin eater takes the meal after it's been on a dead body all night, and it eats it, <laughs> and then there's no more sins, so it can go to the afterlife. What 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 well, that guy's car and what was the idea that he shits out the sin then? Yeah, after? so he's has some way of expelling it. He has some sort of secret power where like, he just transfers the sin out somewhere. So that sounds bit, like an unreal job. Has a really dark piss somewhere. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, you wake up in the morning, you've been like drinking all. Like, <laughs> I although I found that a lot. Like I, I thought Banshee was just this is what it's going to be. But then there was other words that were mentioned that I was like, oh mm. shit, what's that? And then I was jumping in, down, going down that wiki yeah. hole, and then further. So there's a couple of like uh, variations thing. of uh, the Banshee as well. We'll go. I'll, I'll talk about them later. But mm-hmm. um, so basically, the the gist is, if you hear it, someone close to you is going to die. Mm-hmm. 
uh, or yourself is going to die. If you hear a lot of them, mm-hmm. either someone very powerful or very holy is going to die. Uh, if you're before a battle and you see her washing something, like make your will because you're going to die. She's basically um, a herald mm-hmm. for disaster. Mm-hmm. Sort of similar to the Mothman that we had before, yeah. but bit sexier. Bit sexier. Bit sexier. Okay. Uh, originally, she was thought to just um, be uh, like a specifically attached to families that began with O, so like Ojago. I uh, so I read that. So Ojago. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but imagine Ojago. Ojago. Um, but yeah, so I, the five major Irish families: the O'Neills, the O'Briens, the O'Connors, the O'Gradys, and Cavanaghs. Which is the five families that I it's read. Also, the Max as well. I've heard about the Max, but because of that, and and because that includes kind of having even those in your heritage, mm. you would assume that most Irish would fall under well, that. Yeah, some like unless your ancestry is like you definitely came from a certain place, mm. you would definitely fall under uh, some sort of sense of like that. Now, a weird thing was like the the scream or the the lament mm-hmm. changes whatever county you're in. Ah. So apparently, when Dublin was well, when where? Well, what are you doing? I live alone. So, like on our side, it was uh, a song, like some. If you heard a song, like a war, a, mo- a mournful song, mm. uh, that was a Dublin one. But if you went to the north, it sounds like two uh, like boards clapping together. So it's like, <gasps> oh really? Yeah. And then if you go out west, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a screech like an L screech. Ah, so it just depends. Maybe it's dialect, like like similar, yeah, like care the tattoo. So what's north? North is claps. North is the two boards. The two boards together. clapping. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's a bit. So as I said, it's the three sort of facets of this creature, but it also comes back to the two of the Donna, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Celtic tree in one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, three aspects of a Celtic goddess. So there's. Uh, I'm going to say this so wrong. I go for it. Uh, Bave is a young woman, which leads back to the young innocent woman. Yeah. Marka, which is the saintly matron. Mm-hmm. And then Morrigan, which is the hag. Oh, right. So, um, a theory is that, that this evolved from old Celtic traditions. When, when Christianity came over here, it was sort of bastardized into what we know as is definitely real. The Banshee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also, one, fa- one fact, she always has bleeding eyes. So I read that. So, well, later on I have a, what I was going to use in the kind of evidence, but I have a kind of first-hand story from this uh, WB Yeats compilation of folklore. But mm. it's this guy literally would come in contact. But that's what he says. One of the lines is, it looked like her eyes had been sewn onto her head with red twine. Yeah, you know? so apparently she like she's lamenting. She's crying so hard about whatever soul is going to be lost mm-hmm. um, that it stains her face and stains her forever. Um, as I said, the comb's a huge thing. If she's brushing her hair... It's apparently if she's brushing her hair, you're dead. Fuck. If she's washing a thing, then everyone you know is dead. Jesus. So well, not everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, what a, what a bitch. Just <laughs> <laughs> two extremes. Like, two. I fucking hate this washing. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill everyone. But there's a there's a story about um a, in the eighth century of a general going to uh, going to war. I can't remember his name now. Sorry, but he walked by and he seen, saw a woman washing um what what he thought was like uh, clay pots, mm-hmm. and he's like. You there, woman, what are you washing? He was English, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, uh, she turned him around, and it was all her brother's heads. <gasps> and then it turns out, like, they all died. What? Yeah. Her face was all... No, his... her, like, the what she was washing... Oh, shit. What she was washing was not clay pots. It was all her brother's heads. Oh, fuck. That's awesome. Yeah. And then uh, his retinue, who was with him, his bodyguard, mm-hmm. uh, drew the spears, and he was like, no, man, don't worry about that. And then he went back home, and he found out all his brothers were dead. Jesus. I think I might mean uh, like a Charles. Mm. It's going to be a Charles anyway, you know. Definitely going to be coming a, in here. Yeah, a Tom or a Charles or a Matt. <laughs> um, but I read as well, so like um, the one of the first, uh, well, the first instance that I saw was in a, a compilation of, uh, again, folklore but from County Clare. But this goes back as far as 1317, people yeah. mentioning a banshee. Um, and there's even accounts of banshees outside of um, outside of Ireland. In fact, it's even at St. James's Park. Did you read this in London? Yeah. So it was, um, where is it said? 
1807, two of the sentries stationed outside St. James's Park died of fright. A headless woman, the upper part of her body naked, uh, used to pass at midnight and scale the railings. And after that time, the sentries were stationed... Yeah, after after time, the sentries were stationed no longer at this haunted spot. Because I had also read another version uh, was a headless woman carrying a bowl of blood naked mm. from the waist up. Oh, really? Maybe that's just another... There's like, as I said, there's different sort of uh, variations on the Banshee. There's also one I'm going to de- definitely um, the not, like, destroy this pronunciation. Yeah. It's Elinov Siv. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically... She had like a parasitic um, relationship with people. So she'd attach herself to an artist or like a poet or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she'd fill them full of creativity. And they'd produce the most beautiful works of their life. But as more artistic they got, the closer they got to death. Right. Like they'd write the best work they've ever done. And then two days later, she'd be dead. It's like sort of vampiric. Right. In a way. Which... It's sort of when I listened to that, I was like, "Oh man, this is not what I was told about the banshee." No, like, I just thought it was some woman going, "Ah, you're dead, son." <laughs> but also, like, I I also thought that they, well, I don't know, maybe this comes into the fighting side of things, but I thought that they were a lot more aggressive. Really, uh, that was my interpretation. But I don't know. Do you do more to kind of explain about this, or do you think we should just go into our? I think um, we should go into fighting. Since we've already broached into the subject now, we might as well just jump straight in. Right. Well, and it just feels so weird about a banshee. But compared to all the other cryptids, <laughs> let's see how she stands up in fighting. Uh, fighting. So I mean, fighting ability for this for this banshee. I mean, she's definitely got a lot of powers. Yeah, I'm not like I'm. I'm not going to say she's weak or anything like that, but mm-hmm. in regards to fighting, I think she's a very passive creature. So mm-hmm. and what we're going to do is like give us your score. Okay, I'll give you the score straight off. I gave her a score of five. I gave her a score of two. Oh, shit, that's probably more, yeah. Yeah, so five, yeah, five is mid, mid-range, but well, I, I just want to go through my points here. So most accounts of her, she's um, not tangible, mm-hmm. so no one can touch her. Uh, she does have the blood-curdling scream or the snapping of the boards or the owl shrieking. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, like, as soon as someone gets close enough, it's always, oh, she's gone. Dematerial- mm-hmm. Dematerialized. Um, and then she sings songs to fairy the dead. Like, she doesn't cause the, de- the dead death. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't think she's a fighting sort of thing. But again, I mean, I think uh, we, we we can appreciate, you know, that she might not be the most aggressive. Mm. Um, but, you know, if she had to defend herself or itself, because I've read that there's different, you know, different types of banshee. Yeah. And there's even a banshee mother that had twenty five subordinate banshee what? legends and stuff. So, I mean, I know she had she. So I've read that she has um kind of hypnotic voice. Yeah, the power of paralysis, sort of siren, sirenish, and an ear piercing scream that has, at least according to sightings and experiences, uh, shattered glass. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, maybe five, maybe five's a bit too. Maybe five's a bit too strong. Maybe I'll go more of a, more of a four. I I always come back to this when we're talking about fighting. Um, so if you dropped, say the last one we did, the Mothman. Sure. If you dropped the Mothman and the Banshee mm-hmm. in a Colosseum. Yeah. Go, always going back to the Colosseum. We need to come up yep. with a name for the Colosseum. Yeah. Um, but the Mothman is the same sort of. Uh, he's a malign portent. He's always going to be telling people when they're going to die. And same scenario with her. But if they had to fight each other, I'd give this to the Banshee. So what did we give the Mothman? Two, Tony, Two. you give it six. I need to fucking no, yeah, I need to, I need to be a bit more critical, I think. Mm. But anyway, um, no, obviously she's a mystical creature. Like she is one of the, she's different than the rest of the cryptids that we've. She's, I don't, you wouldn't even basically class her as a cryptid though. But I, 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 I class her as like a sort of a, a force of nature, like a god. That see, this is something, yes. and this is what makes the kind of evidence side uh, quite interesting because this is kind of. I mean, we'll go into it, but we're not really answering this through science. We're kind of, you know, you know, we, we can't really have a kind of grasp on science or a real thing. This is called almost spectral, mm. which means that if it can be, if it can be physical and it can actually interact with this world, then it can't it can't be killed, but it can kill. Yeah. 
So how is that not? How are we going to deal with this? But how could so does that not mean that it could kill anything? You know, if it can affect, if it can smash boards, if it can scrape people, shatter glass, yeah. it has a it has a physical effect, but likely can't be killed. So this is this is going to lead into the big giant uh, discussion here that could go on for about four or five hours. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. do ghosts exist? Do ghosts like... exist? Well, this is another thing. You know, well, see, this is because I know we're kind of tripping over and we're going to evidence, but there's other parts for evidence. But I mean. What I mean, there's some people believe that ghosts are kind of like energy shifts or yeah. So like, I sort of agree with that. Like, um, I'm terrible with like uh, physics and stuff, but like, I think it's one of Newton's laws. Like, uh, energy can't be destroyed; it can only be changed from one like uh, one yeah thing from to another. Yeah, like potential energy, or whatever. So I think like. Obviously, we're humans, we're built of energy, and if there's a lot of bad energy in a place, like if a lot of people die in a mm-hmm. certain place, mm-hmm. then that could leave a residual sort of bad juju. Yeah, you know kind of I mean? like a bad a bad energy glitch. Yeah. Did you ever walk in somewhere and you're like, oh, I have a bad feeling about this? Mm-hmm. Like most Star Wars films. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they say it like seven times per film. Yeah, I got a bad feeling about this. Um, but I don't know, I think, I, think this is, I think because of that kind of, you know, belonging to the kind of ethereal realm and it's, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, the, ecto realm or whatever the fuck it is you know i think that gives it a bit of an it gives an it the edge. edge over over the mothman yeah no i would like because if as we said if she if she is alive mm-hmm. uh, sorry not if she is alive if she is uh, untangible and uh, but she can interact with the real world the mothman has no recourse it's true he's, he can just flap his wings give his big dirty red eyes and then he's gone collapses well, a bridge on top of her she floats <laughs> out you know what I mean? no warns her about an oncoming bridge <laughs> yeah. and she just gets out of the way um, how, how fucking badass would that be if she just like sings a song is like oh you're dead <laughs> yeah. and then he dies <laughs> but this is another thing so the kind of clairvoyance which is kind of the uh, the, the, the thing for Mothman again like you go you try and fucking swing a dig at her and then she's all like I saw that coming just gets oh, out yeah, of the so, way you know so we're saying right now we're we're definitely saying that Neo was a banshee from the Matrix yeah yeah yeah, yeah. said that from the very yeah, start yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, but I don't know I think I mean I don't think fighting is her strongest Part, yeah, but I think you know, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm going to change mine actually to a four. I think four. I'm going to change mine to a four. You know, four. we'll split the difference. We'll call it a three. Let's call it a three. I, I still think like she's a very powerful woman, but I don't think she's a fighter. So a three a is it's pretty special. Three special. Okay, it's very it's the lowest fighting people uh, you had. Is that the fight? Yeah. Well. well, hang on, it can't be lower than Mothman. Mothman sucks. My Mothman was a. Mothman fucking sucks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so aggressive. So to- uh, Mothman was a four. Um, well, then, look, because of that, we fucked it. We have to give this at least a four. Yeah, do you want to just jump into yeah, a four? Yeah, gotta, gotta be a four. Listen, this is a very malleable uh, process yeah. we go through. Like, we, we don't even know the final scores until we say them out loud, okay? So we're gonna, we'll change that. Four for the Banshee. Four for the Banshee. Okay, and now I think we should jump into... Evidence. So I feel I feel a, I, f- I feel a bit bad for how we treated the uh, the fucking man- the, the Mananganal, the Aswang. Yeah. Because I, I would say that we I personally was like, fuck your folklore. I need evidence and fuck your eyewitness accounts. I need evidence and all that. And that was kind of my strong point here. But I'm strong on the evidence here because of so much folklore, folklore. and so, so much. I mean, everyone has a family member who has some story about a banshee. Yeah, and I have I have to give credit to that, but yeah, I wouldn't give it to the people of the Philippines <laughs> because I don't live there. But you're so, I li- you're so strong with the Irish connection, <laughs> you're just like, oh fuck the Philippines. No, but I'm totally biased in that. Yeah. So I've I've given this an evidence, and I know it's a fucking ghost, and I know there's no hard evidence for it, yeah. but I give it a seven. Seven, that's very high. So I give it a I give it a six. Okay, so one less than your <laughs> Be- Ooh, oh shit, bit too high for me. Um, yeah. no, I like. Going back to the 8th century when, like, the first, it came up sort of very strongly about mm-hmm. banshees and stuff like that, there is tons of, I not I went, yeah, well, I went accounts, yeah, people have seen it. There's no, mm-hmm. obviously, strong evidence, like, no one has ever cut the comb or, like, <laughs> uh, unveiled the mask of the banshee, it turned out to be the local landlord or anything mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> but there's a I'm lot, so, away with it. back from the old times, I sort of, I sort of skipped over a lot of the older things. Because I was like, okay, that could be just superstition or like mm-hmm. fear of anything else. So what I did is I jumped to the newer ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a lot of stories uh, from like 
2000s onwards. Great. But And I was reading them and I was like, oh, these are pretty cool. Like, I really like them. But then one story struck me, right? And this was like, I was like, oh, fuck, this is really, like, weird. Oh, gift. Okay. So there used to be a doctor, okay? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, uh, there used to be a doctor. His name was Dr. McDonald. A Mac. A Mac, yeah. So he uh, he went out to visit a local neighbor of his who was complaining of like a, ch- a chesty cough or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he went out and he went to the house and he went up to the, the bedroom where the person was and he heard this awful howling and he was dealing with it and, he, and then he looked out and it was... Uh, the figure of a woman, like a dark, shadowy woman, and he just, just thought it was a woman crying. He, he gave no notes to it or whatever, mm-hmm. and he said it. He said it to the uh, the wife of the person who had the chest infection or whatever it was, and he thought, oh, because I think he was originally from the country, and he was like, oh, this might be a banshee. This person's gonna die or whatever. But uh, eventually, the person was okay. He gave him medicine. He was fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, the doctor goes to the woman and she goes, um, there's a banshee outside. I don't know what's going on. But he left, okay? And as he was leaving, um, the woman looked out the window and was saying goodbye to him or whatever that. Mm-hmm. And then she started hearing a, a whistling. Like a very deep, uh, a very loud whistling. And then I meant to say this whole thing was based in East Wall. <gasps> Fuck, that's close to where I live. Yeah, it's very close to where you live. <laughs> um, she heard a whistling and then the bombs dropped. The year was 1941. Oh! <gasps> The bombs dropped. It destroyed 3,000 houses, killed 28 people, including this doctor. Jesus. And in in his notes, they found his book. It said, I heard a whistling. So what? I don't know if that's a... Because a lot of these stories you hear, it's always uh, the country. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I read another essay about why the Banshee doesn't come to... Doesn't, doesn't come to the pale. Doesn't come to the pale. It's because you can't hear it. If you're if, oh. so, if someone's dying in like James Street, you you couldn't hear it. But you 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 also don't really hear much wind whistling. You know, well, is that a thing? Yeah, but like, uh, I don't know how close in pro- proximity the banshee has to be. Like, is there a rule that she is she restrained from somewhere? Well, actually, funnily you, you say that because I have an, I have another Dublin uh, Dublin story. This is from that um, Yates book. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I'm. I, I'm going to read it how it's written, but it's written like proper, like proper oldie Irish, oldie oldie, Irish English. Okay. This is called uh, How Thomas Connolly Met the Banshee. Be about two or three (laughs) minutes. Oh, the Banshee, sir. Well, sir, as I was striving to tell you, I was going home from work one day from Mr. Cassidy's uh, the dusky evening. I had a mile, eh? It was near two miles to track to where I was lodging with a decent witty woman I knew. Pity McGuire be her name. So it was near my work. It was the first week of November, and a lonesome road I had to travel, and dark enough with the trees above it, and about halfway, there was a bridge I had to cross, over down the little streams that run from the Dodder. That's where I actually do live now, by the Dodder. I walked on in the middle of the road, and there was no towpath at the time, Mr. Harry. Presumably, he was chatting to a chap called Harry. Nor for many a long day after that, but as I was saying, I walked along till I came upon the bridge where the road was a bit open, and there right enough I seen a hog's back of the old-fashioned bridge, blah, 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 blah. Well now, Mr. Harry, often as I'd passed by the place before, the night, it seemed strange to me, and like a place you might see in a dream. And as I came up, I began to feel the cold wind blowing through the hollow of my heart. Mr. Thomas says I to myself, is it yourself that's in it, says I, or what's the matter with you at all at all? So I put on a bold face, and I made a struggle to set one leg before the other, until I came across the rise in the bridge. And there, God be good to us, in the cantle of the wall, I seen an old woman, and, it, and as I thought, sitting on her hunkers, all crouched together, and her head bowed down, seemingly in the greatest affliction. Well, sir, I pitied the old crowder, and I thought, I wasn't worth the trenine of me martial fright. I was in <laughs> great language. And I was up to her, and I says, that's a cowed lodging for you, ma'am. Well, the Sarah Haparchi says to that, nor took no notice of me. And I hadn't let a word out, but she kept rocking herself to and fro as if her heart was breaking. So I says to her, eh, ma'am, is there anything the matter with you? And I made for her to touch her in the shoulder. Only something stopped me. For as I looked closer at her, I saw that she was no more an old woman than she was an old cat. The first <laughs> thing I took notice to Mr. Harry was her hair, which was streaking down her shoulders in a good yard each side of her. Oh, be the hokey farmer but the hair. The likes of it i never seen on martial women, young or old, before the sense. 
It grew as strong out of her ear, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the first squint I got of it was silvery grey, like an old crone's. But when I got it beside her, I saw be the glance of the sky, sort of iscariot colour, and the shine of it like floss silk. It ran over her shoulders and two shapely arms she was laying in her, and the two shapely arms was laying in her head on. All the world like uh, all the world like Mary Magdalene's in a picture. And then I perceived a grey cloak and a green gown underneath. Uh, made of no earthly material I ever laid my eyes on. Now, I needn't tell you, sir, that I seen all the twinkle of a bedpost long as I t- make the narration of it. Don't know what that means. So I made a step back for her, and, uh, and the Lord be tuned, us and harm, says I, and loud and wid, I bless myself. Well, Mr. Harry, the word wasn't out of me mouth before she turned her face on me. And Mr. Harry, it was the most awfulest apparition I ever saw. God forgive me for saying, but it was more like the Axie Homo behind, <laughs> behind the Marlborough Street Chapel. I think that's a gargoyle. Um, as pale a corpse and, and most a freckle on it, like the freckles of a turkey's egg. Two sewn eyes with red thread from the terrible power of the crying. Um, anyway, it goes on a bit and it's really, really cool language. But then it says at the end, uh, someone came, was, came, came over to him. And there was Mr. O'Neill's was come for a visit, uh, you must know, to a place in the neighbourhood, one of the old nails from the County Tyrone, a rare old Irish family, and the banshee was heard keening round the house the same night, be more, uh, be more than one that was at it. And sure, Mr. Harry, he was found dead the next morning. So if it wasn't the banshee I seen that time, I don't know what else it could have been. Ooh. Also, can I just say that accent? I couldn't stop laughing. It's like, share the load, Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> Potato. Share the load, Frodo. It's a great story. Um, well, so who's, who wrote that? So that was from... The short uh, stories by... That, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's an eyewitness account from a guy called mm. Thomas Connolly uh, mm. that features in uh, a book, what's it called? Irish Folk Tales by a compilation of, by WB Yeats. Mm. So that's like it's a similar story. Like you're gonna get a lot of eyewitness accounts by very reputable people. Like W. Mm-hmm. Bates has never lied in his life. From never, what, from what I know. Um, we've got a lot. We've got one. I got one from 2014 here. Give it to me. Um, so in June 2014, just outside of Kerry, there was a loud shriek was heard. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, the reason that I'm saying this so brief and so because this is what was in the card report. <sighs> the guard so legit. Yeah. So it was, uh, a loud shriek was heard. Um, the guard were called by numerous uh, numerous houses around the area. Uh, when the guard pulled up, he saw a, a woman, a, ra- a ravaged woman, a ragged woman, not ravaged. Sorry. Um, That's good. And then as he got closer to her to approach her, she was all right. Um, the the sound got louder, but as soon as he went up and was in touching distance of her, uh, the sound suddenly stopped, and we looked around and looked back to the woman. She was gone. <sighs> And that's a guard. Like, and guards have never lied. Guards me. don't lie. And I'm yeah. starting to feel you, by. <laughs> um, but as well, like, I mean, so, now the th- so, so we have we have a lot of eyewitness accounts, okay? But say we have to put a skeptic hat on, okay? Mm. Um, sorry, I was taking mine off. My other hat. My, uh, my mystic hat. And put on my skeptic one. Um, if we were to answer this through signs, we would probably assume this was an L- or the wind, and also the Irish trait of only linking coincidences when it's something bad. Yeah, yeah. When someone dies, it's like, yeah. oh wow, that well, must I have heard been that. The thing. Yeah. But it's never like you know, oh, oh, this happened to me, and then this great thing happened, you know. So it's like, oh, great, and now Jim's dead. Typical, yeah. you know. It's a real sort of Irish thing of making a story of something that didn't really happen. Like, yeah, if, if your like neighbor like four doors down died and you had no reason to talk about it, you were like, oh, but th- but I definitely tell I saw a ghost somewhere. <laughs> no, I, honestly, I had like the worst shit like two days ago, and now my neighbor's dead. Yeah, <laughs> a banshee was screaming at my arse. <laughs> <Yeah. off. laughs> um. So I mean, if but I mean, if we had to put our little science, see again, this is very similar to the asswang. There's mm. like you know, there's accounts of it, but I believe them because they're written down and they're Irish, and I think. And you said East Wall, and I'm like, oh, I used to hang out there. And I've walked by that before. And this is fucking the daughter, in Milltown, uh, you know? Yeah. So, uh, as I said, I'm going to give it a five. I think I'm going to stick with a five. I thought you gave it a six. Did I? I thought I thought you said, oh, that's, I said seven, and you were like, oh, that's high. Oh, I no, I did. Six. Sorry, I did give it a six. Yeah, I have a five written down here, but I wrote six. Scribble over it. Uh, yeah, so I'll give it a six, so can't give halves. Can't give, can't give halves. Um... I'm. Do you know what? I'm going to defer to you. I'm going to give it no, seven. no. Do you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to go to six because I think seven's a bit of a cop out number. I, I feel seven like is pretty high. Yeah. I, I feel Why like am I was deferring to you. Fuck you. I'm going to fucking give it a six. <laughs> I'm a no, I think now. I defer to you with the with the fighting. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but I think uh, I think 
that seven is one of those numbers that it's only because you don't want to give it a six, which is not great, and you don't want to give it an eight because that's good. Yeah. So I might I might take away sevens going forward unless we really need it. Um, but seven's a lucky number. Well, look, I'm fucking putting a ban on sevens on this podcast, right? <laughs> a banshee on sevens. Banshee. Uh, okay, so now we're going to move on to cool factor. Cool. So the Banshee's mad cool. Yeah, I'm going to throw it out there. Banshee's mad cool. Yeah, can't, you can't actually deny how cool the Banshee is. And I just even think if from the perspective of like a whimpering, wailing woman, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh, madam, are you, are you okay? Like, And then the, yeah. you know, like that whole, that whole real, scare. It's, it's a real sort That's of a classic. strong image, you know, like mm. of, a, of a woman and it's like, oh, are you okay? And then she turns around and she's like, fuck you. You're, you're, you might be dead soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Strong, independent woman. Mm-hmm. Some mistake is for horrors. I'm like, why spend mine when I could spend yours? Hey. Um, but <laughs> strong, a powerful woman. Mm-hmm. Terrifies men. Yes. We need this in this political climate. <laughs> we do. And I'm just going to say it now, okay? Yeah, we do. Yeah, if she ran. Banshees for repeal. If she. <laughs> Banshees for. If she, repe- uh, if she repealed. If she ran for uh, Taoiseach, she'd be my vote. If only I don't that, even know her policies. <laughs> <laughs> she ran for teacher, so she could somehow become the head of a, a, a political party. Yeah, uh, you'd vote that political party. Oh, definitely. Yeah, cryptids. Well, uh, all the Irish yeah, cryptids. All the Irish cryptids. <laughs> loads of leprechauns. Yeah, loads of fairies. Loads of fairies. Yeah, Dorku makes Dorku's a re- in the back, like. uh, makes a return. Yeah, I think it's cool, and it, it's part of you know. Um, featured in, so I have here a clip from Darby O'Gill and the Little People. The Little People, perfect. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a if you're in Derby O'Gill and Little People, then you're fucking you're you're like fucking uh, like, fans. But imagine watching that like when it came out originally, so it was 1963 or something like that, mm. and you'd be shitting it. Like, it's it's fucking scary. It's scary, yeah. And then like the the, the headless um, what the Danan or whatever they're called, the headless guy shows up with the carriage. That's yeah. actually a big part of it. I read and read like in the 1300s, the whole idea of the carriage of the dead mm. is a huge thing. Um. So that, is the Banshee like the, the herald for the carriage of the, the dead? The herald so for the carriage yeah. of the dead, you know? Oh, that might be another episode there. I mean, I'm into that. Well. Headless peeps. Banshee <laughs> bones, very popular. Like them. A bit of a sting, but hey, can't go wrong. It, which, going in or going out? Going in. Oh, right. I <laughs> I've never put them up my own. <laughs> no, but you know you have some like, you know you get those like uh, Perry spicy rings and I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah, you better believe it is. That's why they're called that, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so what I was thinking is, I think there should be more types of Banshee. Oh, cool. So the first one I got here, I think you'd appreciate, is the spoiler Banshee. <laughs> is when someone's about to spoil something for you, a movie... It literally shouts over the person spoiling you. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. It's like, shit, did you see in the new Star Wars Woo! movie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, next next ones are not as strong, I have to admit. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> you started so high. Yeah, I should have went the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. But, um, toilet roll running low, Banshee. Oh, that's good. That's a good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, smelly breath, Banshee, because you don't really know your own smelly breath. Yeah, yeah. But the thing with the banshees is they're all going to be like, Ooh. so you don't know what's, going, know what's on. going on. Like, oh shit, is someone going to talk about Star Wars? Is my breath smell? I need a shit as well. <laughs> and and where, where, where would Toilet Roll Banshee pop in? Would it be like, you're running low? Is it before you go into the cubicle? Is it, is it where 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 does she make... What, what stage? Uh, where where does she make her most opportune moment to wail? Um, as you as you place your hands on your belt buckle. Oh, very good. Woo-hoo! I'm grabbing my belt buckle and just going boo. That's so, like I saw you. Yeah. So um, yeah, new banshees. Obviously, um, her voice has a lot. Yeah, some sort of banshee idol, maybe. Oh yeah, all different banshees from all around the country. So we have the two clapping boards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm good. Can I say you're the most amazing thing I've ever <laughs> seen? Clapping that piece of wood like that. I will give you twenty. Out of 200. <laughs> oh. And then he dies because he's just slaying the banshee. <laughs> 20 out of 200. <laughs> they don't do that. I, just, I don't know. He said something like that. Once. I don't know. Sort of no, similar. that's cool. Um, but yeah, a lot more banshees. Um, have, you ever, have, <laughs> have you ever heard of uh, ASMR? Yeah, I love it. Auto sensory meridian response. Oh, was it meridian? Yeah. Cool. Or, 
Is it really? Yeah, no, well, basically, is. it's about like um, how sounds can affect people to make them more relaxed. They sort of, it triggers them or something like that. In fact, if I can just bring back a sound effect that we had from the cucumber crunch. So that noise is supposed to relax people. Well, that's what this woman does for a living, and that's just a clip that I a living that how that much was for the camper. For that? Uh, it depends. I think they've changed it on YouTube. You can't make as much, but um, look you'd, fair, folks. Store anyway, you'd know. Yeah, I'm just there eating cucumbers all day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so Banshee ASMR, obviously, going to have the two boards clapping, got the L screeching. Someone's going to get that. Yeah, someone's going to get off on that. Someone's going to get off on it. Is that why ASMR is it like a wank thing? No, I don't think. I think that's, I mean, I, I have seen on Pornhub, there are ASMR uh, porn, like jerk off instructional videos. Um, I haven't watched Joffs. Them. Joys. Joys. J-O-I. Oh, J-O-I, yeah. Not that I'm not that I'm mad into it or anything, but um, so your your dictionary of porn terms. I'm, I'm up there, um, but yeah, no, I could see that. I, mm. I tried to, I tried to get some um, some banshee uh, fan fiction, mm. um, and there was a book called Once, Twice, Three Times a Banshee. Um, now I wasn't able to get it because three apparently don't let you don't let you get uh, don't let you go on porn sites on your on your data unless Sorry, you, what? you you have to unlock that. So then I have to be Is like that more money. No, but you have to go on and be like, click this button if you're a fucking pervert. You know? Yeah. That's a mugs game. <laughs> um, so another cool Banshee, Banshee from X-Men. Oh, yeah. Sean Cassidy, the Banshee. Also has a brother called Tom Cassidy. Yeah, black Tom Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't black, he was white. He um, was. But, um, but he used to control plants. Sorry, we're, we're, we're a nerd now here now. Yeah. But Banshee, but, but, but Banshee was a manshee yeah. in, in X-Men and could fly on his own, on the echoes of his own sound waves by screaming at the ground, if you can believe that. <laughs> I just, I, imagine his powers are coming in, but they weren't that strong, and he just hear him <laughs> screaming at the ground, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, I mean, I, I mentioned this, I mentioned this earlier. You know, normally we we try and think of a of a movie for for the Banshee mm. and uh, a media project. A media and I and I've and I've found one. So hang, on, I'm just gonna get my gonna get my sound effects ready. Okay, this is Banshee the movie. In a world between the living and the dead, you ever feel like you just didn't belong? But sisters, isn't there a way we can help out the myrtle, mortals? My child, we are Banshees, and we are forbidden from interfering with the mortal world. We are just messengers. Couldn't we just do more? Until one night, a routine wailing, screaming session goes wrong. Hey, miss, are you all right? Um, she goes to scream, but she stops herself. Um, yeah, I, I am. You're not around. You're not around from around here, are you? My name is Queershot. I'm Sive. And then later is a clip of them having dinner. Okay. So what do you do? I work for a messenger company. Oh, what, like WhatsApp? Sort of. The man I love is gonna, man I love's dad is gonna die in three days. I have to tell him, I have to tell him. Girl, you can't tell him shit. Sive, what are you hiding? Queer shot, I'm so, so sorry. And then there's a clip with them making love. Wow, I've never heard anyone scream like that before. Well, I've never been in love like this before. Banch. The movie. <laughs> Banshee. <laughs> Sorry, I'd go see that. I watched the shit out of that. Yeah, it's it's, it's YA straight in. What? Yeah, young, young adult. adult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're looking at me there like I just made a word up. YA. Um. Yeah. So. I mean, I mean, Twilight. Twilight. The the other one. Uh. What's the one with the fucking bow? She has a bow. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a kind of like a, a coven of sisterhoods of banshees. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like an Sorry, aerial. What was, guy, what was the guy's name again? Uh, Queer Sean. Queer Sean and Sive. <laughs> is that um, a, that's not a real Irish name. I don't think so. Queer Sean. Queer Sean. So I mean, the, the you know the fact that that and I'm no doubt everyone is listening to that stirred up their emotions. They were like, mm. "I would watch your shit out of Banch." Um, I mean, man, I give this fucking I I give this film and I give the, in terms of cool factor a big L fucking eight. Oh snap! Oh. We're on. We're on it. Fist bump. Boosh. Off mic. So what I'm saying is, if anyone wants to sponsor Banch, uh, <laughs> just send us sexybeastpod at gmail.com. Look, man, I'm just going to make it myself and get someone to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, man, I can't get over you. You actually did that. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, now we're going to have an extended freaking counters. 
Yes, we are. Well, no, we have to tot, tot it up and see where, oh. where our bench is. Already, in already the, done, my friend. Already done. Give so, it to me. Hang on, we need to get the uh, we need to get the sexy uh, the sexy final scores. Banshee comes in screaming at number three. Oi! But, well, technically number two because the Dobaku and the Kappa are both tied at 21. <sighs> then it's Banshee number three. What's the Banshee score? 20. 20? Yeah. Okay. Banshee 20, Oswang 18, mm-hmm. and that's it. <sighs> wow. I mean, I, I'm realizing now that we're probably going to have a lot of things. It's so, it's so <laughs> similar yeah. things. Yeah. I think we might have to flesh it out and give uh, percentage scores. No, out but of the thing is, like, uh, uh, if it comes to the end of the season, I'm going to say there's going to be seasons. But if mm-hmm. someone uh, thinks that we should add something to it and we agree with it, we should have like a a, a layback session. And be like, oh, well, let's talk about uh, the Dobberku on this stage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he he's going to get less points because you you. That's good. That maybe, much, we yeah. could, maybe we could maybe we could kind of pair them off in a kind of quarterfinal semifinals. Yeah. Versus, okay, cool. Well, um, that's great. I'm happy now. We yeah. got, we got in the in the top in the top two, two Irish cryptids. Two Irish cryptids. Not biased at Not all. Not biased at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we got our. Now we got our freak encounters. Um, okay, here we go. Got to get the music. <clears throat> so I'm gonna stop you here, Tony. Okay. Oh. So usually. The format is Tony reads out these freak encounters and we all get a big scare and mm-hmm. then we freak out a little, okay? Mm-hmm. But today, I have my own personal freak encounter. <gasps> Tony doesn't know about this anyway. Oh! Uh, I, Mark Amadeus Herbert Jago, is going to read out, are going to read out. Yes! Uh, my own personal freak encounter. Are you ready for the music? The Banshee. Hit me with the music. So this was a couple of years ago. I had just been hiking in Glendalough when I decided to go to the pub. The pub was packed for a Sunday afternoon. I eventually found a space beside an old man. I sat down and we began talking. He was joking with me about fairies and leprechauns and he was a very joyful man. But all of a sudden he got very serious very quick. He started talking about a dark night a couple of years ago. He said he was walking home to his wife when he heard a low howl over the breeze. Ahead of him, he could see a lonely woman walking home herself. He walked closer to her to expect what's going on, but the sound grew louder. Ooh, ooh. The sound grew louder. Um, as he got closer, it got louder and louder, and his ear started to hurt. And just as he went to go reach her, she disappeared. He ran straight home to his wife, and told the story. His wife laughed at him and said, why are you doing this to me? His name, his name was Patrick. And said, Patrick, why are you doing this to me? It was April 1st, 2005. And then the next day, he woke up to the news that Pope John Paul II had died. And he said he'll never forget that day. So Jesus. Very sexy stuff. Very sexy. That's also, you met this guy. In Glendalough, yeah. And he was chatting to you there? Yeah, he was like, I, to be honest, he was fucking locked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe don't spill it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but he was very specific. He was like, I'm telling my uh, wife this joke, and it, and she was like laughing at me, and it was like, oh, it's April 1st. Oh, you're only supposed to do that till 12 o'clock. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then but April 2nd, he died. Uh, John Paul II died of a UTI. JP2, was it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, sepsis. Oh, no way. Yeah. JP2, we love you. Um, right. So we got another freak encounter. So, uh, sorry, we should focus on that one. With that freak encounter, what do you think he came in, in, in contact with? A ghost? Well, the fact that he said he ran up to her and he touched her and then she disappeared as as his hand made. Now, he was old and he was, like, missing loads of teeth and he was, like, an old farmer lad. <clears throat> so, like, if some old farmer lad chased up behind some woman to put his hand on her back, she'd be gone. <laughs> Straight away. Like, you know what I mean? Miss, come here. Come here to me. Are you screaming at me? Or, like, it's not even like, what are you, gay? No, it's like, what are you, a banshee? Yeah. You, don't, and you don't like me? You don't like me, you're a banshee. <laughs> right. Well, we got one more freak encounter from friend of the show, Shane Kenna. Shane, thank you very much for sending this one in. Uh, this is a story. This is a story from his, from his daddy. 
It's a Daddy John story. Okay. Again, I'm going to read it exactly as it was written. It was a cold January night. Of course, back then, to go to the loo, you had to go outside. To the outside toilet. No modern cons then in the Irish countryside of Kildare. This was the countryside. Wide open spaces. Nobody around. Hardly a sound at night. Going out there was normal to us, but what I heard was not normal. A weird sound, not a scream, but more of a cry. I thought old Nora Ward next door must have gone mad, but being the adventurer, I had to check it out. I was stopped in my tracks. It looked like a woman, on her knees, crying. I thought it was Nora, but it was a younger version. I went over to investigate. It certainly was Nora. I shouted, but it was gone. Disturbed, I went back inside. I said to the folks, some weirdo was in Nora's garden. My widow said, what do you mean a weirdo? I thought I saw some woman in Nora's garden with long hair crying. She said, don't talk about it anymore, Ned. Close the curtains. Nobody spoke about it. The next day, poor Nora from next door was dead. Confused, I asked what had happened. My father said, it was just the banshee. I'll explain when you're older. Oh, my nipples are hard. <laughs> that, you should cut that. <laughs> no, I'm not cutting that out at all. That's, that's how I feel. I'm a fucking fierce uh, man with hard nipples. So, look, I think we have done uh, the Banshee justice here on this potter. And as we said, this is part one. Part one. We're going to bring on uh, probably a, an Irish folklorist to help us explain a bit more because it's, the Banshee goes so much deeper. There's like mm. the, the uh, Banshee almost even belongs to the formation of Ireland itself. Yeah. The idea of the above life and the below afterlife. So there's a lot needs to be discussed. Um, but look, I've had a lot of fun talking about this. It was nice little chills same in my here, bones. Same here, chill. It was good. I always uh, feel very proud talking about an Irish, uh, an Irish cryptid. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking you. Buy your cans with the lads. Right. Well, look, everyone, thank you so much for uh, liking and the subscribing and also for getting us to number one in the iTunes charts. Charts. We uh, iTunes charts. We really appreciate it. Uh, but if you can continue to comment, review, and also send us in your freaking counters, send in your comments, send us in what do you think about these cryptids? Should we change it up? Should we? Are we? Do we have the right order now? Would you disagree? Hit us up. If where you if you think we're wrong in any way, just uh, correct us because we we are open to criticism. We are we except welcome. for Tony and takes a little cry every time. Well, I've got a big ego. Uh, so it's at uh, sexybeastpod at Instagram at Twitter and at sexybeastpod at gmail on the old Gmail. Mark Jago, I love you so much. Oh, thank you. And you're here too. <laughs> thank you. Do you have a Do you have a, a slogan to to, oh. to to play us out? Slon lat. August Gaurav Mahakut. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. You got that sex beast. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Are you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago? Oops, there's a Wendigo. Hey, 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 coming after me. Who does that fuck said you could laugh at me, smack at me? With a Bigfoot dick, you would slap at me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick and a Loch Ness monster pussy? Big face, sexy beast.